Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to Yoga for Runners with Amanda Stetler, brought to you by the We Got the Runs podcast. Hey runners and welcome to our bonus episode, Yoga for Runners. We're so excited that you've decided to tune in. Just to let you know, we are still doing our regular weekly podcasts, but we have decided to add something of value, as we always say that we like to do. As most of you know, our motto is, we do this podcast to try to make every run a good run. So we always try to come up with good content, whether that means providing you with information or inspiration. And along those lines, we've decided to bring you some yoga classes. Yoga is something that has so many benefits and something that we as runners so desperately need, definitely myself included. At this time, I'm putting in about 50 miles a week, and along with that comes fatigue, a lot of muscle tightness, maybe a little bit of soreness here and there, and all that stuff that probably won't go away on its own. As we know, there are many ways to loosen up muscles, and becoming more flexible probably won't do any harm. So these episodes will be completely guided, short and sweet yoga lessons or flow or whatever they call them. I will do a quick intro with the teacher and then let them do the thing. Hopefully you can make the time to participate and give us your feedback. All right, I'm here with Amanda Stetler. Hi, Amanda. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Of course. And um, for our listeners, you're Joel's wife. Joel's been on a couple of episodes of ours, and he's taught us a lot about um, getting through adversity. And so let's hear all about you because you're quite an amazing person as well. Well, thank you. Um, Yeah, Joel and I have been married for coming up on 15 years. And um, during that time, I have uh, been running as well. I was a cross country runner in high school and college. And uh, then I am a kinesiologist and exercise physiologist by uh, trade. That's what I went to school for and um, focused my career on. So I've always uh, focused on exercise and health and wellness. Um, And then during that time, I also became certified as a yoga teacher. So I also teach yoga to uh, the general population and to college students at a university. That's super cool, super interesting. And um, when we were talking before recording this, you were telling me a little bit about how running and yoga can go hand in hand together. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yes, of course. Um, Like I said, I uh, found yoga following having a lot of injuries as a runner early um, in the time I was participating in the sport. And uh, at first, as many have said, we've even talked about that most runners don't stretch. They don't take the time to stretch very often. And when they do, it's not fun. No one really wants to be doing it. 
So um, as I pursued uh, trying to stretch more and introducing myself to yoga, over the years, I really fell in love with it because I recognized that yoga and distance running have a lot in common in that they both uh, have a foundation in endurance. And uh, yoga uh, very much forces or encourages us to stretch beyond our comfort level. And that's what I feel we do often as distance runners. Um, and so really the consistency over time of finding this love for yoga, finding the uh, kind of... Um, similarities between it and a sport I already loved really encouraged me um, to recognize the importance of yoga and how it can heal the body after uh, different type of activities like distance running, marathon running, trail running. That's wonderful. And you agreed to do a little yoga session for our runners that hopefully they can implement into their routine, our routine. And um, can you tell us how we would do or make use of this best? Is this something that we should be doing after every run? I'm assuming not, or is it once a week or how, how would that work? So it's always up to you and how your body's feeling. That's what I generally tell most of my clients. Um, I highly recommend some sort of stretching every day, um, but it definitely doesn't need to be as organized or as lengthy as um, the session I'm going to be um, providing for you um, uh, today on this podcast. Um, but I will say that like, if you're running four to five days a week, three to four of those days should also include stretching. I would highly recommend that. Maybe... Um, on your days off or in between runs or pairing it with one of the days that the run is slightly more intense, like an interval training day or a long run day, giving your body space and time to kind of recover following that. Um, these type of sessions can be very, very useful. Perfect. And before we dive into the session, um, just lost my train of thought. Hold on. I'm going to have to cut this. No, you're fine. I was going to ask you. <laughs> oh, so before we dive into the session today, how can people get in touch with you? And is this something that you would provide for runners on a regular basis? Yes, definitely. I actually do have a YouTube channel where I provide um, yoga videos. And these yoga videos um, are highly varied. Some of them are beginner yoga sessions. Some of them are things that are designed more for like an intermediate to an advanced yogi. Some of them are just tutorials to get to more advanced programming. And this actually developed very organically because I wasn't intending to put anything online and people just kept asking for it. So it's really useful and people seem to very much enjoy the videos. So uh, that can be found on YouTube. If you search just my name, Amanda Stetler, I just have a homepage there. And then I also provide some yoga, um, on my Instagram page, uh, because yoga is so much part of my life, it ends up on there with all of my other activities with my family and friends. Um, and my Instagram handle is rhythm and light rhythm underscore and underscore light. Perfect. Thank you so much.
and welcome. Thank you for joining me for Yoga for Runners Yoga Session. Today we're going to be focusing on areas of the body that often are tight or maybe weak in long distance runners. That being the outer hip region as well as the long muscles in the lower leg. So think quadriceps, hamstrings, and calf muscles. We will also focus on some opening and stretching of the chest, shoulders, and neck, another area that oftentimes runners will hold stress or tension. Keep in mind, if you're a runner and you're listening or watching this session and feel like, ooh, yoga's not for me, I'm not flexible, that is never the case. Yoga is definitely for you if you need to improve your flexibility. That is why we come to our yoga mats. Not to come already being flexible, but to develop and improve our flexibility. So please join me. I'm gonna start standing near the front of my mat, but you can really perform these stretches even without a mat after a run. A standing pose in yoga is called mountain pose. Hands can be just at our side. We're gonna first inhale and exhale here. Yoga often will prepare movement to breath. So we wanna make sure we have nice deep inhales and exhales before we begin to add movement. On our next inhale, let's just do a big reach up with the hands. Lengthening upward, stretching the body out, and then we'll exhale into a standing forward fold. When I say forward fold, my hips are placed about hip width apart. I'm hinging at my hips, letting my body go nice and relaxed, arms reaching down towards the mat, head and neck relaxed. Feeling a stretch through the back side of my body, the hips, the hamstrings, and the calf muscle. And we're going to go back and forth between this forward fold and standing position. So on our next inhale, let's reach up. Big stretch overhead. Exhale, forward fold. Feeling that body lengthen through the back of the legs as we fold, coming right back up. Inhale up, mountain pose, hands overhead. Exhale, forward fold, reaching those hands for that mat. As I go back and forth, inhale up, I'm creating dynamic stretching, meaning we're not holding this stretch as I exhale, forward fold but we're moving back and forth between that stretching forward fold position to standing mountain pose. Let's do that one final time. Inhale up, exhale forward fold. Beautiful job. Now as my hands reach for that mat right in front of my feet, I'm gonna bend both knees, step back only with my left foot, coming to a runner's lunge. In a runner's lunge, we have our right foot in the middle of our mat, our left and right hands framing that front foot, our back left leg nice and long, almost like we're reaching to touch the back of our mat with our back heel. So this beautiful lunge, like we're at the start of a track line or a track race. 
holding. Here I'm gonna release that back knee to the mat and sit up into a low lunge, bringing my hands overhead. Beautiful inhale, reach up. Good. As I exhale, my right hand's gonna come to my right hip. Left hand stays extended up. And I'm gonna reach across my body to my right hand side. Feeling a beautiful stretch through my left side body and left front hip. Let's bring that left hand back to center. Bringing the left hand to the left hip, right hand going up, beautiful. Inhale, let's exhale, opposite direction, reaching across my body to the left, feeling that stretch in the right side body. Bringing that right hand back down to my hips. I'm going to once again frame that front right foot, lifting my back knee to find my runner's lunge. Stepping both feet forward, once again entering that standing forward fold. Exhaling here. Inhaling, standing up, finding our mountain pose with a big beautiful reach up and overhead. Exhaling back to our forward fold. Hands reaching for that mat, bending those knees, stepping back with our right foot. We're gonna find our runner's stretch, our runner's lunge here once again, maybe alternating between really stretching out that back heel towards the back of our mat. From that runner's lunge, let's release our back knee to the mat. Slowly sit ourselves up into a kneeling low lunge, hands going overhead, beautiful breath in. Bringing our left hand down to our left hip, exhaling as we stretch across our body to the left with our right hands. Feeling that stretch on the right side body. And then alternating sides coming over to the right side, right hand on hip, left hand going up, leaning to the right. Coming back to center, hands on the hips, and then reaching down to frame that front foot. Floating that back knee, stepping forward, forward fold once again. On our breath in, we'll stand up, reaching high, mountain pose. Beautiful, exhale, forward fold. Good. Let's go ahead, bend those knees once again. Step back with our left foot, runner stretch. Bending that back knee, we're gonna find our low lunge. Deep breath in, reach high. Arms overhead on our inhale. On our exhale, I'm gonna release my left hand to set right on the inside of my right foot and lengthening that lunge out. I'm gonna rotate my torso so that my chest opens across my body to the right, right hand lifting here. Well, this is allowing for thoracic rotation, meaning we're rotating that mid spine, allowing some openness in the chest and shoulders. But we're also allowing that right knee and right hip 
to open to the right, getting a lot of stretch to that right, right hand side. If we want to add to this stretch and deepen it to get more length through the left side of our body, we're going to bend our left knee, reaching back and binding by reaching for that back foot. This may be a bit harder for people who have really tight hips and legs entering these stretches. So this is always a stretch that maybe is something we're working up to. Regardless, you're welcome to hold this fine or just maintain that big, beautiful reach overhead. And we'll make our way back to the front of our mat by releasing right hand back down, framing the front foot, lifting our back leg, elevating that back knee, stepping both feet together, forward fold. Let's inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Keeping the body warm through this dynamic motion as we exhale, forward fold. Inhale, bending those knees. We're gonna step back with the right foot now. Find our runner's stretch. Drop that back knee down, reach up, low lunge. Hands coming down, right hand coming to the inside of that left knee, left hand going high, revolving in this low lunge position. With this left hand now extended up high on our opposite side, if we wanna then reach for our back foot binding that pose by holding that back foot in our hand as we have those that left knee nice and open in this stretch. Beautiful. So we're just doing the same stretch on our opposite side. As I release this bind and return to just that revolved pose with my left hand reaching high, I'm going to then face the front of my mat once again, finding that beautiful low lunge. Lifting that back knee to find my runner's stretch or runner's pose. Stepping forward, feet together once again, lengthening through those back legs. Forward fold. Wonderful job. Let's take a deep breath in, reach high. Find our mountain pose. Arms overhead, beautiful breath in. Exhaling into our forward fold. This time, we're gonna change it up. We're gonna bend those knees, step back with our left foot, but also our right foot. This is gonna find us in a high plank. Now, high planks are often used to develop strength in our core, which is never a bad thing. So you always have the option to maybe hold this position just a bit longer. But from here, we're gonna transition from our high, high plank to a very famous yoga posture, downward facing dog. To do that, I'm gonna lift my hips high up to the sky, walk my feet in every so slightly and push through my nice straight long arms to create a nice beautiful V shape in downward facing dog. For many people who are tight through their hamstrings or the back of their legs, 
You are welcome to modify your down dog by simply lifting the heels slightly, bending the knees, but still lifting those hips as high as we can with nice long arms to get beautiful length through our spine. Now, if we're feeling that tightness in the back of the legs, let's address that by really working on one side at a time. So I'm gonna go for my downward facing dog. I'm gonna straighten my left knee while bending my right knee, really allowing me to feel a nice, beautiful stretch through the left calf or left hamstring here, kind of even letting the hip lean slightly to the left hand side. And then I'm gonna do the same thing for my right side, bending the left knee, really allowing the right leg to strengthen, straighten and lengthen out. Now we can repeat that almost in a walking motion, kind of walking, bending the right knee, straightening the left, bending the left knee, straightening the right, going back and forth. Now through all of this, my head and neck is relatively relaxed. I'm keeping those arms nice and long, so we create a nice long spine alongside of our head, neck, and shoulders. Good, following that walk out in down dog, let's pause, even those feet out. I'm gonna lift my eyes up to my hands and step both my right and left forward, feet forward to the front of my mat, finding once again my forward fold. Relaxing here. Taking a deep breath in, I'll reach up, finding my extended mountain pose, hands overhead, bringing hands down to my side on my exhale. Now, we're going to modify or give a variation of our forward fold briefly. To do that from the standing mountain pose position, I'm just gonna cross my left leg right behind my right leg. So left foot comes right next to my right foot uh, in a kind of crisscross position. Now for my mountain pose, I'm gonna reach up. Beautiful inhale here. I'm gonna hold my left wrist, or sorry, my right wrist with my left hand and I'm gonna bend to the left. Those of you watching this video, you can see I'm pulling and stretching through that side body here on my right side. As I come back to center, keeping my feet where they are, exhaling, hinging at the hips, coming into a forward fold with those legs still crossed. And then I'm just gonna kind of fingertip walk my hands out to the left side first, and then to the right side. Now, if your body is super tight, you're struggling to even touch that ground, you can just let those arms hang and reach for the ground towards the right and towards the left. I'm gonna slowly reach up, come back to my mountain pose, uncross my legs, 
Bring my right leg behind my left now, so I'm on my opposite side. Deep breath in, reach both hands overhead. I'm gonna hold on to my left wrist, stretching my left side body by reaching to my right. Good work, feeling it all along here, creating almost like a crescent shape with your body. Coming back to center, exhaling through our center, hinging at those hips, letting those hands reach towards the ground, whether you're touching the ground or whether you're just letting those hands hang. And we'll once again walk those hands out towards the right side of our body and towards the left side of our body. Wonderful work. As I come back to center, lifting my body once again into an upright standing position, mountain pose. I'm gonna uncross my legs. Facing the front of my mat, I'm gonna bend my knees so that I can bring my hips all the way down to the mat with my knees bent, feet flat on the floor. I'm gonna create a number four shape with my right leg by placing my right ankle on my left knee. Hands are supporting me from behind my back. And here we're going to work into what we call a, a pigeon pose in yoga. I'm gonna slowly inch my hips up towards my left foot, holding this cross leg position pigeon pose, feeling a nice deep stretch as I bring my chest towards the tops of my legs. This is stretching all the muscles in the outer right hip. Muscles responsible for external rotation, muscles that often get tight from repetitive uh, running use. You should feel it, as I said, in that right outer kind of gluteus maximus area, that right hip. From here, after holding this pose, anywhere from three to 10 breaths. You're welcome to hold it longer if it really feels good. I'm gonna shift my hips back out away from my legs so that I can uncross and once again place both feet alongside of the, each other in front of my mat. Knees are bent, hip is at the midpoint of my mat before I move to my opposite side. From here, lifting that left ankle, bending that left knee, crossing it onto my right knee. I'm gonna place my hands kind of behind my back so I'm still nice and upright in a seated position and I'm just supporting my body by kind of walking forward with my hands, walking my hips maybe forward towards the front of the mat till I get a nice deep stretch on that left hip. Holding here, always breathing through the stretch. can be a very stubborn muscle to stretch. So all the different variations maybe you've seen to stretch the outer hip muscles, 
They're all very, very effective, but they need to be held for a longer period of time because they try to like hold on to their tightness. They don't release very quickly. So when I say three to 10 breaths, that can be upwards of 30 seconds to a minute at a time. So give yourself space to really lean into the stretch. guys as we release this stretch taking that left ankle off of that right knee I'm gonna go ahead and encourage us all to just lay nice and flat on our backs having our knees bent feet flat on the mat bringing both knees into our chest for a nice double kneaded chest stretch exhaling into that stretch maybe even rocking side to side From this double kneaded chest stretch, we're gonna enter a very comforting pose known as happy baby. It might sound a little silly, but as we go from this double kneaded chest stretch, I'm gonna reach my hands to the outside of my ankles, or if I can, reach for the outside of my feet. So I'm almost holding the bottoms of my feet. And I'm just gonna lengthen my legs into my hands, reaching those feet up to the sky, much like a little baby or toddler would be able to do when laying on their back. But this stretch is very comforting. It can lengthen a bit through the hamstrings if you like to press into the hands. But it also can help press those knees into the chest, which can be a wonderful feeling to lengthen through that lower back and spine as well. As we release from a happy baby, we'll return to double kneaded chest stretch. And then releasing from that stretch, we can sit ourselves all the way up. Thank you so much for participating in a beautiful and comfortable yoga flow for runners. Keep in mind that if you're runner, running multiple days a week, this type of flow can be very useful to incorporate on those uh, days after a more intense run or to utilize on days in between your runs. So especially if you wake up the day after a long run or feeling very tight in those hips, this is something you can always pull out and apply uh, as long as you're listening to your body and doing what you can feel feels good and is useful for your body. So thank you again for joining me. Have a great day. That's it, you guys. Thanks again, Amanda, and thank you all for tuning in. As always, we hope that you got something of value from this brief yoga flow, and until next time.